I'm a pastor, so I'm, and I'm paid, so I'm, I'm meant to spend hours and hours on my knees beseeching the Lord on all of your behalf, all that stuff. So let's take that out. I'm also paid to study the scriptures beyond all measure that I can quote all 66 books of the Bible. Let's put that aside too. It's not going to happen. It's more likely to happen to Moon and Spillman. But I've been doing, and I've, some of you heard, I've been doing a, day, a rhythm now for I don't know how long it is, eight months, nine months, I can't, I can't remember, of every morning, the Lord's Prayer and Psalm 23, almost every morning, and I'm in bed. Sometimes I wake up at, our dog likes to jump into bed at 3.30. Sometimes I'm doing it then. It's processing the Lord's Prayer, not just saying it, but just thinking it through and the Psalm 23 and sometimes multiple times. And then six times a day, having a minute where I'm praying, Lord, Teach me to live my life the way you would live it if you were me. I'm praying that for two other people. Um, I'm praying for my kids and for Linda. I'm looking around as we got from the good and beautiful God. What, what can I be thankful for today as I just look around the beauty of something or something or something? And then added that um, Brennan Manning quote, Abba, I belong to you. I've been doing that now for a long time. It works out to a maximum of 11 minutes a day spread throughout the day. Five minutes in the morning, in bed. You don't have to be out of bed, in bed. And in these six moments. I, I, I honestly believe my life is revolutionized because of it. Because I'm finding myself in, in circumstances, and I'm, I'm, no, no, God is my shepherd, he's got my back. Or, no, he's going he's, 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 he's to cause me to rest. Or, the, my father in heaven. You know, that type of thing, it's just finding it sneaking up. And it's not perfect, it's just, but it's helping. I want to encourage you again, as we've talk, spoken about practicing the rhythms of grace in our life, to do something like that. I've tried that because I believe it's a, it's, every one of us can do it. Just six minutes through the day when you have a break for coffee or a break for the bathroom or a break for lunch, or whenever it is, just take a minute and just remind yourself that the waves and wind still know his name. Is that, you know what I'm saying? I can do all my other studies and all my other stuff on top of that. But that's a simple practice, of rhythmic practice that I think we can all do. And I want to encourage you to. Now, you might not want to do it six times a day. You know, start with one in the morning and one at lunch. I don't, but do something that helps you grow in the grace that is ours in Jesus. Don't say, I'm going to read the whole Bible this week. You're going to fail. But you could process the Lord's Prayer, or the first line, which is really helpful, our Father. Such a great line. Is that all right? I want to encourage, I'm going to keep encouraging you that. I would love for other people to come up and share testimony of, of time of just God's working in these simple little things, you know. Um, I don't believe that God is foolish. Then he looks down and thinks, why are they so busy? He knows life is crazy. I'm sure we can all make adjustments, but he looks and he knows life is crazy, and he works within that. Okay, he gives us abilities to work within that, so I want to encourage you to do that. Um, we have to participate with God in this great adventure of growing in grace to maturity in Christ. We have to participate with him. It's not going to happen. You all right? Heidi. Okay. I can't remember. Forgive me. <laughs> you will as soon as I start. Um, along that line, um, 
there, there are times when I have tenants. I'm an apartment complex manager, for those of you who don't know, um, where I have challenging tenants. Uh, and where I know I'm about to knock on their door, uh, and, and I, I know it's going to be a challenging moment. So in, in those times, I, try to, I take a second or before I make the phone call and go, Lord Jesus Christ, please show me how to live today as you would if you were me. Or please show me how to walk through this situation as you would if you were me. Uh, and I found that to, to be a blessing, to be really, really helpful um, when I walk into that situation. Because what, what it does is it takes the anger or frustration that I have with that person out of my heart. Um, and it allows me to, to work with them, uh, where that I know that to begin, had I not done that, to begin that conversation, I'm automatically assuming everything that comes out of their mouth is, I don't want to use the word evil, but, um, come from, from, from a negative perspective. And I'm it allows me to just, to love on them or to really take myself and my own opinion of that person out of the situation and deal with them as another human being and to put myself into their shoes and to, um, and I think you used the phrase already, but just to try to love on them and to, to see the situation in, in ways that I know in the past I had not, that was graceless um, in the past. Um, so um, that's helped me. Heights. Um, so Terry just asked if I'd say a few words about Ty and um, he comes back Tuesday and just arrived like three hours ago back in Dubai and he'll be there for like 24 hours before he comes back home. But um, something about Tyler, he does not like to discuss movies right after he's watched them. <laughs> he likes to like sit with it for a minute and like let it, so I just know if we go to the movies or we watch something, I can't, I have to wait till the next day to be like, so what did you think? <laughs> um, and so I know that there will be a piece of this trip that's like that. Um, but right, he was waiting at the airport last night and um, I just said, how, how are you? Are you, are you sad to go? Like you don't have to dive into anything deep, but, and it just, there was something about his countenance. You know, we, we were able to like Skype or FaceTime, whatever him a few times. And there was just something about his, his being, his countenance. Um, that was, that was well, it, it was well with his soul. And that was so good. And he just, um, in this voice, I said, so are you sad to go? And he goes, yeah, yeah, I really am. He said, it's just been good. <laughs> so um, that's just such a blessing. And um, it was amazing to see um, some of the rides that they took. Um, it had like flood-like rain while they were there for the majority of the time. And they were on these tiny, twisty, turny roads, traffic like crazy. And um, he did have two spills on the bike um, and had a few sprains and bruises. But... Um, Honestly, when I heard like the full context of what happened, it was like a miracle that he didn't break bones or something worse. So um, 
literally could do nothing but rejoice after I, I was like, oh, it's a bruise. It's, that's okay. It's a sprain. So, um, that was really good. And I just, um, obviously he'll come and share the, the details, but, um, he just said this whole trip was an immersion. He was like, I was literally just like immersed into motorcycle riding, into a new culture, into different food, into like travel companions that I'd never met before. And, um, so I know that generally when we're immersed in something, it sometimes takes a little while for things to unfold. But, um, he was just, um, he was happy and his, his heart was well. So that was a huge praise. Um, yeah. And you had, I don't know if you had the video. Hi, good morning, Pastor Teddy and the people of the Macy Town Church. So thank you that uh, you're sending Taylor to see us and what we are doing, what God is doing. Uh, it's amazing that we thank once again that you're sending uh, Taylor to, to Sri Lanka, to the beautiful country. Uh, thank you very much. And also thank you very much for the partnership that so began now. Your church and the Sri Lankan churches. We got number of churches that Tyler saw that every church is where we're working and everything. So the church's kingdom, God is building his kingdom in all of the Sri Lanka through us. So partnership with Rob and other guys. Thank you for that. And also thanks once again that um, that's uh, I mentioned about the passes, some needs for them to Tyler that is uh, happy to do something for them then thank you for all that also then also he mentioned about he sent the message to pastor terry and he also happy to do that and thank you for that also and also not a uh, end this is the beginning for us to work together and also it will continue i always uh, always i say that we know we want the family members not the visitors to us so partnering we need the people not warning the churches the partnering with us so there is here so this is new season for us and also good for us to have a new church partnering with us and partnering with Sri Lanka to build the kingdom each other thank you very much for listening once if I have the once I get chance I will come and see your goal guys in your, your town thank you very much everything well, let's see Nicaragua I think there are some hard times coming to Nicaragua in uh, the country in general the uh, Nicaragua has been kind of put in a corner by the entire world, basically. Um, Nicaragua was just, was just kicked out of the International Socialist Organization, which is huge because Nicaragua was like a, an example of Latin America of, of how a socialist country can, can really succeed. Um, and that didn't last for, for a long time, right? But anyway, it's... Uh, to be kicked out of this organization is it was huge, and there goes a whole bunch of other money for Nicaragua. There also Nicaragua is being kicked out of the OAS, um, OAS, OAS, yes, uh, and that means that seventy five percent of loans and uh, financial uh, trading, uh, oh, I'm sorry, uh, imports and exports and all that seventy five percent of all the uh, of the money that comes in and out of, of Nicaragua is going to go away. So now Nicaragua is going to have to negotiate treaties, um, trade treaties, not with each country in Latin America. So that means that 
money's going to go away very soon. And so it's going to be tough. Luckily, obviously, we, you know, I work here, so I have a job here. And we're not, too, we're not worried about that. But the country's going to go into a very deep, deep economic depression really soon. Um, and so uh, it's, it's, been, it's, been, it's been really difficult. The day by day, we see banks closing, uh, gas stations closing, stores closing. No one is really opening anything new. Uh, some of the tourists are, are, are coming back, but, you know, that, that's, that's not going to do anything at all. Um, for us, we, w when we left, I said, when we go to Nicaragua, I know how things work, in Central America in, in particular, but um, everything is bribes. And I said, when we get there, we're not going to bribe anyone. I failed the first day when I got pulled over, but, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> But, you know, still, I, I said, you know, I'm, my taxes, I'm going to pay my employees, and I'm going to pay their insurance, uh, health insurance. I'm going to pay everything that you need to do in order to be legal. But I just took out my, my, the two employees that we have now, uh, took them out of Social Security, and then we were putting money into an account for them so they can have money if they work with us for a long time so they can retire or for emergencies or something like that. Because also Social Security went from having some money to having zero money and now being in debt. And, and these people are not, all this money is not really going to anything that's going to benefit them. Uh, so it's, and we're doing that. Other people are doing that. Everybody's doing that. So the, the government is running out of money. Um, so we decided that we're going to stay. And we are building our home. Uh, we are getting a better, a better well and we're gonna get some filters. We are getting solar, and we're getting animals that we can raise. Um, our dog killed 19 of our chickens. What? Yes, just, just, I just wanted to throw that in there. Yeah, yeah, and uh, so we just bought a bunch of new ones. But, and so, was that? Yeah, no, no, not at all. Uh, we're going to get some pigs, gonna raise some rabbits. And so I think it's going to be really difficult. It's going to get very difficult, but I, I think that if we... We're going to have money, right? Because I get paid here. The money goes into a bank account here, and we're going to be okay. But there's not going to be any food. Supermarkets, uh, there's not going to be fuel. Electricity is going to be up and down. Already water started starting to be scarce a little bit. Electricity is starting to go, you know, sometimes for a few hours a day and... So it's getting, it's getting to that point. Um, so we, we're staying, and we're going to write it out until we can't. Um, some of our, out of our church, we have now three families that, that came back. So actually, no, it's three families that stayed, so us and two other families that came back after, after it got really crazy. And so we're there. We have a church. Um, we, we hang out a lot. All of our other friends, all the other expats left. Um, people, you know, and, and even a bunch of Nicaraguans who had money, who had visas and stuff, everybody. Who, who, whoever can leave, leaves now or has already left. So it's, it's feeling really weird. Yeah, it's feeling really weird. And... 
I don't know, some, sometimes you go on the street and it's just empty and slow and it just feels weird. Uh, so, yeah, that's where it is now. That's where it is. And um, we'll, see, we'll see how it goes. Um, we, as us, Katie and I, as a family, but also the people that are around us, have benefited from uh, your generosity. It's been really cool that Marshalltown has been able to send some money to us and we have been able to help some people. Um, the people that have stayed, our friends, uh, run a little mm, organization. They have an, uh, an after, uh, I'm sorry, I'm really, really cold. I'm having a very hard time. <laughs> I'm really, really cold, I have no idea. Like, I'm shaking. And <laughs> please. Okay, that's better. <laughs> this is cool. All right, thank you. <laughs> yeah, right? And so um, they, after, after this year ended, they wanted to take their, their kids. They have, I think they now have about 50 kids to a ranch uh, of, of, of some uh, friends of ours. But they were having a really hard time getting the money for it. And they didn't say anything to us, but we knew, just in conversation, you know. And so we, we paid for that. We paid for transportation, the food, um, and what else? There was some other stuff that we paid for that, that happened there, some gifts. So they did some games and did some, some uh, gifts. So we paid for that. And it was really cool because they almost didn't do it. You know, and it wasn't, it wasn't a whole lot of money. It was like $480, right? And that felt like 50 kids. Uh, took them to a really fun place and went down some uh, water slides and they had a lot of fun and it was really cool. Um, Cadence, who lives with us, she works for another organization there and they're also having a really hard time. And she actually got fired from the organization, but she still works with the kids because nobody else is doing anything about it. So she goes on her own. And so um, they wanted to do a year-end thing too. And the organization, I'm just not going to give any money. So we all paid for that, too. And it was also about 50 girls, only girls. So, so I'm so sorry. It was, it was only girls. And um, that was a lot of fun because, again, it was uh, at the church there in the community. They had food. And they had um, a clown come. That's like a thing. <laughs> It really is. Like, you, you see the clowns and the buses going to work because there's always a party somewhere and there's always a need for a clown. And so they had a clown and it was, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> I know. Um, we, um, we have helped also, we have helped a, a, a very, um, a person from a poor community, a friend of ours, who has a really bright little girl go to a private school where our little girl goes because she has so much potential. And the school that she was gonna go, it was in this place where maybe it's about like five people that go to school there, five little kids, because it's so tiny. And there was no chance that she was ever gonna do anything with, with what she has. And so we pay for, for the registration for the first month, and they're gonna pay half of the, of the monthly um, I think it's, uh, it's $80, 80 
month. And they're going to pay 40 and we're going to pay for the other 40 uh, because they're, they're still money. And like that, there's other, there's other people who have had, a, you know, some hard you know, hardships and we've been able to help them get out of, uh, for example, in Nicaragua, if somebody needs money, they go borrow from a family member or something like that. And that happens quite a bit. And this, these days, we've had people knocking on the door a lot. And when we first arrived, you know, we, we did go and help people in that way. But we never got a cent back. And we weren't expecting the money back, but that created a pretty bad culture. So that's the kind of culture in Nicaragua. And there are some people that we love, and they, we know that they're, they're good people. And that's just the way they do things. And they get in debt because of the situation, because there's really no, there is no work. And so we have been able to help a little bit of that. Uh, people that, students that we know, that were involved in the, in the crisis, they needed to leave the country. Uh, and they had really no money to get anything um, or, or, to, or to pay for them to buy clothing so they can disguise themselves and do that kind of stuff. So we've been able to help that medicine, uh, medicine, for, medicine and food for, for the political prisoners. We've been able to send money for that. Um, if you're in jail in Nicaragua, you don't get food or water. Your family members have to bring you food or water. And if you don't have any family members, then you share with the other inmates. So, so we've been able to do that. And uh, there's still some money. Um, Katie, Katie's idea is this. Cadence is, has a, an amazing heart. And she's having a hard time. So if, if you can think of Cadence, our friend, she is 30 years old. She has been in Nicaragua for like seven years, working in the poorest of the poorest community that you can think of. And she wants to marry. She wants to meet someone. And she, she says it in these words, I am desperate. I am desperate for love, but I love my kids. And she doesn't know how to deal with that. So she's with us right now, kind of dealing with that. But she, she kind of has already said, we're, I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving my kids. And I don't know what's going to happen. She said, maybe I'm just going to go to a bar, meet somebody, and I'm just going to marry the first person that I find. <laughs> and I know, she's desperate. <laughs> um, but there's, there's a little piece of land, and, because she's been fired, right, from the organization. So there's a little piece of land that Katie says, we could buy, we could buy that land for, for this woman. Build a little thing, just a cover from the sun, uh, have a little well, and have her then take care of these kids. Like this, we, this will be because they can't meet at the church anymore or the mission. So now they're, they're meeting just like a, a, at this empty space. So just build a little thing, have some water, and have them meet there, put some chairs out, and, and that will be like, I think like $2,000 for a piece of land and something, a roof and a well. And so that's Katie's idea. We haven't done it because we, she still, she heard us actually talking about it, and she said, don't do that, please don't do that, because she's not sure, she's really torn. And so these are the things that are happening, these are the things that we're doing, and um, it's, been, it's been really cool. It's been really cool to, to be there and experience this. Really, it was scary in the in the crazies, you know, in the crazy times when there was the, the shootings and the, the police and the AK-47s everywhere. That was crazy and tough, and that still brings me brings me chills. But um, but I think it has been a great learning experience for us, for us, for me. It has like really 
like I said last time, it broke my heart. Still, it broke my heart. Uh, but uh, it is what it is. Sorry for the whispering. We're going to push Brian's talk till next week. Just feel like, hey, there's a lot happened today that's really important. Um, just think about this. This little community has done something to help in Sri Lanka. Done something in, in just in the last while, Nicaragua, Haiti, Philippines. It's amazing, isn't it? You know, that's an amazing for a little community to be able to do that. You know, we've sent like over $10,000 to Nicaragua in the last little while. You know, we, we've sent Tyler to Sri Lanka. We, we've gave, we, I don't know, it was eight or 10000 to to um, Shelley to go to the Philippines. It was two and a half, three, four, Joe to Haiti and all the stuff he did. Our little community. I want to say this. We don't despise the days of small beginnings and small things because God is a big God. You know, he really, really is. And so we, we want, even though we are who we are, we want to be generous. We want to be a blessing to wherever we go. And I've got some ideas for this year, which Brian and I are going to talk about, and he doesn't even know about them yet, and uh, come back to you. But what I would like for this is people from here now, someone, just come up here and pray for each of our four situations. Pray for Sri Lanka. Just pray a blessing. Pray for Shelley. Pray for Haiti. Pray for David and Katie in Nicaragua. Can you do that? Can someone be bold that's, and come and pray? Just come up here. It's, it's just us here. It's family. I'm going to sit there. Just come and pray. Thank you, Father. Joe's not here, but he, um, he, he's doing hard, diligent, diligent work on Haiti, figuring out things. And um, he's, we're trying to get some budgets together to figure out how many families need seeds and how we can get a starter project going to see how it goes. I mean, he's working on doing his work. That's good. Um, we are going to send some money to Haiti this week, I think $450, because we did that thing where those guys didn't have beds. So we need three more beds, and then the, the, that department, or the, what they, what's he calling it, the Rankeet House in Port-au-Prince will have beds for them to sleep on. So we're going to do that this week so that he can say there's one project we actually completed. It was actually two he went. That was one of his big projects. Now we're going to look at the next one. Little by little, we can do things. We can't change the whole world, but we can change some places. You know? 